If you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. Welcome to Ochenta Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in quarantine around the world. In each short standalone piece, artist, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Haley Choi. Before we begin, I'd like to recommend a brand new show from Studio Ochenta and Tracks on PRX, Cultureverse. It's a show that brings myths and legends alive in the modern world and inspires listeners to learn more about the cultures that surround them. Hosted by Kelly Marie Tran and Yara Shahidi. For more information about the project, check out ochentastudio.com slash cultureverse and subscribe to Cultureverse wherever you get your podcasts. And now, on with the show. This week's episode is about one man's journey as he explores his heritage through his family's apple farm. The story, originally produced in English, has been translated into French, and you can hear that version later on in the episode. And now, without further ado, The Orchard by Leonie Thomas. I arrived back on my parents' farm in March 2020, unexpectedly and abruptly. I'd been living and working in the far west of Canada when borders began to close to stop the spread of a deadly virus. I was on one of the last scheduled flights from Canada to Bordeaux. Then, as now, there was frost on the ground in the mornings, but the afternoon sun was warm. I didn't know what shape my life would take next, but the pattern of the seasons was a comfort. Something was waiting for me in one corner of the farm, spindly branches straining towards the sky, dusted with blossom. Three hundred adolescent apple trees grew inch by immeasurable inch. As the winter of 2020 turns into the spring of 2021 and the world still waits for new possibilities, there is once again space and air and stillness in this soon-to-be orchard. Or is it an orchard already? Now is the time for planting new trees. It's best to transplant apple trees when they're dormant in winter, before their sap starts to rise with the warming weather. In the cold ground, bunches of roots are carefully buried. From the somewhat sticky, somewhat cloying ground, apples will grow. I sometimes feel that I have roots in two countries. My parents are British, but I grew up in France. I'm rooted in this one place, farm, 
My childhood is these forests and fields. But my culture is from somewhere else. Across a channel of water and a gulf of language. The history of cider has a similar story. Julius Caesar first described a fermented apple drink in Britain in 55 BC. It was a century later, when the Romans succeeded in conquering those isles, that domestic apple varieties were introduced. Another invasion, this time from the Normans, heralded tannic apple trees, better for making cider, and more technologically advanced apple presses. Down along the ages of invasions and wars, kings and queens, cider was made and drunk in places that were sometimes ruled by the King of France, sometimes by the King of England. My mother's ancestor, Eleanor of Aquitaine, would have drunk cider, and the ill-fated Charles I of England preferred cider to wine. The champagne of French kings and French revolutionaries was made possible by the cider bottles of 17th century England. In my own little orchard, I hold apples with royal names, like Calville du Roi or Reine des Renettes, and I also grow apples named after a miller from Somerset, Harry Masters Jersey from Yarlington Mill. Backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, the history of humble apple trees and the story of my own heritage blossoms, buds and ripens, falls to the ground, ferments and begins again. The patterns of the seasons are a comfort. Is that the first cuckoo of spring? If so, the cider is ready to bottle. This orchard has taught me patience. I've been waiting for these trees to grow since before the pandemic started, and I'll be waiting when it comes, as it must, to an end. It seems almost unachievable, it's so far in the future, but little by little, this future will become real, as it has done for thousands of years. The Orchard by Leonie Thomas in French Je suis rentré à la ferme de mes parents en mars 2020, de manière inattendue. Je vivais et travaillais dans l'ouest du Canada, lorsque les frontières ont commencé à se fermer dans le but de freiner la propagation d'un virus dangereux. J'ai pris l'un des derniers vols du Canada à destination de Bordeaux. Là, comme maintenant, le matin, il y avait du givre sur le sol, mais le soleil de l'après-midi était chaud. Je ne savais pas quelle forme prendrait ma vie ensuite, mais le rythme des saisons était réconfortant. Quelque chose m'attendait dans un coin de la ferme, avec des branches grêles tendues vers le ciel, saupoudrées de fleurs, 300 pommiers adolescents poussés centimètre par centimètre, incommensurables. Alors que l'hiver 2020 se transforme en printemps 2021 et que le monde attend toujours de nouvelles possibilités, 
il y a à nouveau de l'espace, de l'air et du calme dans ce verger en devenir. Où est-ce déjà un verger Il est maintenant temps de planter de nouveaux arbres. Il est préférable de transplanter les pommiers lorsqu'ils sont en dormance en hiver, avant que leur sève ne commence à monter avec le temps chaud. Dans le sol froid, les racines et leurs radicelles sont soigneusement enterrées. Du sol un peu collant et un peu granuleux, les pommes pousseront. Moi-même, j'ai parfois le sentiment d'avoir des racines dans deux pays. Mes parents sont britanniques, mais j'ai grandi en France. Je suis enraciné dans cet endroit unique, la ferme. Mon enfance, ce sont ces forêts et ces champs. Mais ma culture, elle vient d'ailleurs, à travers la Manche et un gouffre de l'ombre. L'histoire du cidre a une histoire similaire. En 55 avant Jésus-Christ, Jules César décrit pour la première fois une boisson fermentée, à base de pommes, en Grande-Bretagne. C'est un siècle plus tard, lorsque les Romains réussissent à conquérir ces îles, que des variétés de pommes domestiques sont introduites. Une autre invasion, cette fois de la part des Normands, annonce l'arrivée des pommiers à Tanin, plus adaptés pour la fabrication du cidre, ainsi que des presses technologiquement plus avancées. À travers les époques d'invasions et de guerres, de rois et de reines, le cidre est fabriqué et bu dans des royaumes, parfois gouvernés par le roi de France, parfois par la reine d'Angleterre. L'ancêtre de ma mère, Aliénor d'Aquitaine, aurait bu du cidre. L'infortuné Charles Ier d'Angleterre préférait le cidre au vin. Et le champagne des rois de France est rendu possible par les bouteilles de cidre conçues en Angleterre au XVIIe siècle. Dans mon petit verger, je tiens des pommes aux noms royaux, comme Calville du Roi ou Reine des Rénettes. Et je cultive aussi des pommes portant le nom et l'adresse d'un meunier du Somerset. Harry Masters Jersey, de Yarlington Mill. En arrière et en avant, en arrière et en avant. L'histoire des humbles pommiers et l'histoire de mon propre héritage fleurit, bourgeonne et mûrit, tombe au sol, fermente et redémarre. Les motifs des saisons sont un réconfort. Est-ce le premier coucou du printemps Si tel est le cas, le cidre sera prêt à être mis en bouteille. Ce verger m'a appris la patience. J'attendais que ces arbres poussent depuis bien avant le début de la pandémie. Et j'attendrai toujours quand celle-ci arrivera, comme il se doit, à sa fin. Leur pleine production semble presque réalisable. C'est si loin dans le futur. Mais petit à petit, cet avenir deviendra réel, comme il se fait depuis des milliers d'années. Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. The story was written by Leonie Thomas. Leone is an audio producer whose work has appeared on BBC Radio 4 and the BBC World Service. 
She has a PhD in radio and modernist writing and has worked for audio production companies in the UK and Canada. She now finds herself living on a farm in southwest France. The sound design of the piece was made by me, Haley Choi. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Ochenta Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project over at ochentastudio.com slash ochentastories. It wears people's faces like masks. Critics rave. Smile is haunting and unforgettable. It's truly terrifying and deliciously creepy. This is not real. It's real. Smile. Rated R. Only in theaters Friday.